it. There's something driving me. Uh, I won't stop. I just can't stop. So I'm even more motivated than I ever was because, you know, if we if we don't wake people up, we will lose the freedoms that we have <clears throat> that we have left. And that's not very many. What what are we going to do? Fold over and take the blue pill again? No. Once you take the red pill, uh, you are awoken, and that's and and you're on fire. I'm on fire, and we're not alone. There there are thousands of independent media speaking up, and they're reaching people at grassroots levels. And so I think that's what's um, what I think that's why there's fear and panic uh, in the deep state. Uh, because they, they, they know this too. And that's... With the global economy being in shambles and central bankers moving towards a reset, it's never been a better time to protect your wealth by owning precious metals. Contact Andy at milesfranklin.com. Tell him Sarah sent you. He promised me he will guarantee you the lowest price anywhere in the country. Remember, email Andy at milesfranklin.com and tell him Sarah sent you. It's never been a better time to protect your future than now. I don't. I'm not, not on the mainstream media anyway. So, you know, there's no real investigation. 9-11 uh, Commission was a sham. Uh, in the case of 9-11, of we have uh, the, 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 the leaders of the commission saying they were set up to fail. Their attorney uh, said that there was a decision at some point not to tell the American people the truth about 9-11. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. It, it's uh, the, the, the family members' questions weren't asked, uh, most all of them. Uh, and they, they'd done a lot of research forcing the administration to even have a 9-11 commission that took them a year uh, to, 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 to force that issue. And even then, they didn't use subpoenas. They said they weren't trying to find blame. They're just trying to uncover, you know, kind of what happened. And it was a complete cover-up uh, operated by Philip Zelikow, uh, who was brought in to the Bush administration, along with his co-author, uh, Condoleezza Rice. And he wrote the outline for the commission before they even started meeting, the, the commission report. He wrote the outline. Oh, he gosh. was the author of the report, not the commissioners. So it's it has nothing to do with what the commission uh, actually discovered during their uh, questioning of all of these witnesses. In fact, they didn't even mention the collapse of World Trade Center Building 7 in the commission report. Uh, and that's just the beginning of the problems. David Ray Griffin is the author of 14 books on 9-11 truth that I was listening to an interview of him by Bonnie Faulkner on in 2006 when I finally that's that's the first I heard of this and he was he was actually discussing the work of Professor Graham McQueen who did do a real investigation and did find that there's 156 first responders uh, hearing sounds of explosions seeing explosions before the tower came down, yeah. most all of them. Uh, and, and that's an incredible information that we, we need to get to <laughs> also today. Uh, we have false official accounts, you know, 19 fundamentalist hijackers, eight of which uh, apparently were still alive because they were interviewed by the BBC and others. 
we we have. Uh, what do you uh, mean? They you mean they the the the, the actor was interviewed later they, on different things. Is well, that what you mean? The FBI fingered nineteen hijackers, but. Uh, they would be dead if they were on the planes at all. Oh, okay, yeah, and then and then later on, but they on... were interviewed afterward by the, a few of them by the BBC, and so this is documented in what several do you mean different they're places. Interviewed? For nine eleven, they were interviewed, and they they just the wires got crossed on. After. Hey, you can't, you can't. I know, but about the nine eleven, or were they interviewed on something about something else? They're in, they're they're interviewed to say, hey, that's that's my face, that's my birthday, but I'm not a hijacker. Oh, that's what I want to get at. Okay. Yeah, it, it, it was like, uh, yeah, it's not like, hey, I did this thing and now I'm dead, but I'm talking to you from heaven. No, uh, not like that. Um, and then, the, of course, we began to talk. We began by talking about incredible media censorship. Questioning is not allowed. You're not a patriot if you question the war in Afghanistan or Iraq, uh, because you're 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 dishonoring the families. Uh, you're you're dishonoring the troops. Uh, you're not supporting our troops. Uh, in the case of 9/11, um, if you if you question the official narrative, you, you're um, uh, not only a conspiracy theorist, but you, you, you're you're dangerous to society because you could keep people from getting the vaccine, and therefore more people will die. Well, uh, and and then and with uh, Ukraine, if you, it's so ridiculous now that what we're not going to question going to nuclear war or the threat of nuclear war, so that you all have to line up behind Ukraine. Why? What's so no important? Efforts. What are you hiding in Ukraine? There's no efforts to negotiate. Yeah. And and Biden says that there's, you know, we're at the highest risk of a nuclear Armageddon in my life. And then he goes on vacation for the weekend. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. He, he's not in a position of power. We can be assured of idiot. that. I'm, yes. uh, he's a he's a he's a he's a puppet of of the deep state and. And they are running their program, and it's a very, very, very dangerous one. Yes, it uh, is. provoking uh, Putin in the first place to war as a result of their reneging of their promises not to bring NATO, uh, Ukraine into NATO, and, and other countries into NATO as well. So, so uh, it's like they're just they're just pushing for it, and I'm very concerned about um, major event happening prior to November 8th elections, because they're very concerned that they're, that they're going to lose power here on November 8th, because people are waking up and saying, no, we don't want war. We don't want uh, false uh, solutions to false problems like 9-11 and, and COVID. Uh, we want to be able to question uh, the official narrative, uh, which is shifting, uh, you know, as as you know, masks are are no good uh, at first, according to Fauci. Uh, and we have all of these quotes from him about that. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then masks, wear three of them. Uh, That's uh, ridiculous. Yeah. When when it's like a you know a a a, a BB going through a tennis uh, net uh, in terms of effectiveness against viruses. Uh, well, same with 9/11. The, the narrative keeps shifting. Well, now it's Iraq, who who uh, is responsible 
uh, also for 9-11 with weapons of mass destruction and ties between Osama bin Laden and Saddam Hussein. Well, that proved to be wholly a lie uh, promulgated most notably by Colin Powell at the UN holding up the vial of uh, anthrax, uh, uh, which uh, they were looking for and never found, of course, in uh, in Iraq. So, what 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 were they really looking for in Iraq and Afghanistan? Well, Afghanistan produced ninety percent of the opium before the Taliban came into power and shut it down. Uh, after we took over Afghanistan, the, those previous levels were exceeded uh, to six thousand. 6,000 metric tons. Uh, yeah. That was the first was thing they were doing. 3,500 metric tons, according to the UN, and up to 6,700, I believe it is now, according to the UN figures. But the Taliban had shut it down to 135 metric tons. So what's really going on? What was our goal there? In addition to opium, it, it appears to be the gas going, gas line going to be scheduled to go through the Afghanistan to the Caspian Sea. Which, yeah, they didn't care about the people. They never care about. And with 9-11, and this is the same with COVID. Well, COVID seems like a depopulation event. But with 9-11, they didn't care if they killed all these Americans to be able to get whatever they wanted done. I mean, that's what we have to realize. These people don't care if they kill a lot of us to get done what they're trying to get done. They still don't care because... Uh... 2,000 uh, vets are killing themselves every day. I know, yeah. That's an, an incredibly alarming statistic. Of, of course, there were, uh, oh, how many thousand lost? Uh, um, I lost that statistic uh, during the wars themselves. So. Yeah, I put a graph together on that, on how huh? many people, I put a graph together on how many people have killed themselves versus you know, the vets have killed themselves versus how many people we've lost in World War One, World War Two, and Vietnam. And I think that only at this point, and I did it over 10 years and 15 years, and we already surpassed the number of vets that committed suicide, surpassed World War One and Vietnam about five years ago. We're, we're getting close oh. to World War Two. Wow. Yeah. I was unaware of that level. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Well, it, it brings to mind, you know, who's profiting from all of this death? Um, we have, in, in the case of 9-11, of course, uh, Halliburton uh, and, and uh, private mercenaries uh, hired to, to go to war out there. Uh, the arms industry did achieve a $48 billion uh, uh, increase in, in their budget, uh, which is, you know, the, the whole budget is larger than all the other militaries around the world combined. Uh, an, an incredible increase in, with, with profit for Cheney, uh, vice president, CEO of Halliburton, um, primarily. But also on the COVID side, we have uh, the, the big pharma um, is profiting enormously from mandated vaccines and even voluntary vaccines, of course, produced, uh, well, paid for by you and me, uh, and that trillion dollar, $2 trillion spent uh, altogether on related expenses uh, in, in Biden's uh, budget, uh, his, uh, 
his um, executive orders. So we have uh, benefits that that are made to Bill Gates, the the great philanthropist, uh, and Fauci, who whose agencies and companies have actually uh, created patents, not only for the virus before the outbreak, uh, years before the outbreak, but patents on the vaccine before the outbreak. Uh, so they're, they're reaping uh, uh, all kinds of profits there, as of course are uh, Moderna, Johnson & Johnson, AstraZeneca, et cetera. Uh, so this is all being the evidence for all of this is proven by many others that you've had on your show. It's it's a nightmare, uh, and it's getting worse now that the and, and by the way those those profits um, uh, the, the the U.S. is running out of money on, in 2023 for vaccines. So this is the reason that is speculated by some that they now have in included it in the children's schedule uh, of vaccines uh, because then it can be paid for uh, by by the states instead of the federal government and uh, that 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 transfers but but still and liability free by the way once you that's get on right. the vaccine schedule that's the crazy all of a sudden you can't sue uh, the, the vaccine companies uh, for the massive quantities 151,000 hospital deaths, just just on the bears report, and that's again probably one percent of of the actual. Uh, that's so, the biggest crime of it all is that you can't you can, they they're immune, and that's they have a whole series of immunities on all sorts of things that keep them going. I have to ask you, and this is something I've been thinking about lately. What makes people that go into the medical profession able to? to do this? You know, how were they able to get so many people to cause harm against their oath? I know you don't know well, the answer. It's, what, it's hard. What I'm just, it's, go ahead. I mean, if you can take somebody's license away to practice medicine, which they have done and are doing, uh, from a top-down set of control mechanisms through the American Medical Association, which the Rockefellers set up uh, a long time ago and have tightened their grip on, obviously, and they control then the, the, the hospital administrations through associations uh, and can guarantee hospitals profit, uh, uh, which um, is another suspicious benefit because the hospitals... Uh, are given $13,000 for every positive PCR test. Yeah, they're paying them to, to kill people. Well, the, the, first of all, they're false positives. Mm, yeah. Uh, they, yep. they, studies have shown that you can get a kiwi fruit uh, to, to be, and bananas and all kinds of other things. Uh, yeah, to, someone to did a rock. Positive. You just accelerate uh, the cycles uh, until you get what you want. And that's apparently what they've done. And once you got a false positive, you can you can tell somebody almost that, it, it, especially if they have symptoms, that you better get on uh, remdesivir because, uh, the, you know, this is a very deadly disease. And then they get them on a ventilator and, and all of that is the wrong uh, prescription and the wrong 
Well, but they should know better, right? They went to, they went to, but they're afraid to lose their license. So it would be the most soul sucking thing that you could ever do to a person is take away their livelihood unless they kill a bunch of people. But at some point they have to walk away and say, I'm not going to do this because killing people, I mean, there has to be another way, but I don't know. I there's well, if they do die, they, the hospital gets thirty seven thousand dollars. Excuse me, I, they get thirty seven thousand dollars if they go on a ventilator. If they go on a ventilator, almost all of them die. They don't survive the ventilator because it is the wrong treatment. Uh, from from what we've heard from Dr. Malone, Dr. McCullough, uh, Dr. Merrill Nass, Dr. Lee Merritt, uh, th- those who are among the the, the forefront or uh, raising the alarm. But I think the worst part of this is the draconian policies and surveillance that's happened now. This is completely unconstitutional, of course. You can't just uh, spy on American citizens. This is now legal due to the emergency that was enacted as a result of terrorism, as a result of 9-11, that happened on 9-11. So it's the same, and it started to be the same with contact tracing, where all of our locations and proximities and connections with other people who were PC, uh, PCR tested positive, all of that w- went into a public database. And then we're getting contact to say, you came in contact with so-and-so and so-and-so, you better get a test also. The more people they test, the more positives they get because the positives are in large measure false, according to researchers who have done the studies on this. So now, uh, they they can they can track us as a result of that. So uh, if these events show all these patterns, uh, then how big is our problem? It's huge. Um, and how do we begin to fix it? Well, we have to wake up. And so I started my wake up uh, with nine eleven, <clears throat> and what we. What we see uh, in 9-11 most easily, those of us, nobody died at Building 7. Nobody knows about the collapse of Building 7. It's a 47-story skyscraper, and we didn't know about it. It was censored yet again, one of the parallels. So here's a 47-story skyscraper uh, across the the, uh, football field away from the North Tower. This is this is be the tallest building in most of our states. And there it is uh, surviving just fine. You can see it uh, even immediately following the collapse of the towers. Uh, and uh, it had some damage, but uh, not a significant factor, according to NIST, the National Institute of Standards and Technology, who was tasked by Congress to explain this collapse to the American people. Well, what happened? This is what happened. The East Penthouse comes down first, as you see, and then. Uh, all at once, the rest of the building drops like a rock straight down uniformly, symmetrically into its own footprint in under <laughs> seven seconds. Yep. That's free fall acceleration. Now, how fast is that? That's as fast as a bowling ball falling out of the sky. Why? Because it has no resistance. This building had 40,000 tons of structural steel holding it up, meaning all of it gave way at once, at least on one floor, uh, lower down in the building, followed by another, followed by another sequentially. This does not happen by fires. 
And so the, these are the fires that uh, NIST says well, uh, brought this building down. Well, these are the worst fires that we have photographic or video evidence of in the building. And, and fires have never, ever brought down a steel frame skyscraper. We have hundreds of, uh, well, it, 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 many, many dozen uh, of examples of much hotter, larger, and longer lasting fires in these buildings. Uh, and uh, fireproof steel frame skyscrapers do not collapse. But, so it's B, more BS. Well, what can do that? If you look on the right, you see a series of controlled demolitions. On the left, Building 7. Is there any similarity? <laughs> Is there enough similarity to warrant an investigation That's into the right. possible use of explosives? Especially since it looks exactly like a controlled demolition. Especially since fire, the official cause of this building's collapse, has never in history brought down a steel frame skyscraper. So what we do uh, in, in our presentations is show everybody what typical controlled demolition features are, and then we point out that Building 7 has all of these features. Uh, how do you bring a building down, for instance? You have to take out all the core columns, followed by a half a second later by the, or so, by the perimeter columns. That's the only way you can do it. If you have a collapse starting in the northeast corner, like NIST says at column 79, the building is going to fall over, not straight down. But these few small scattered fires are said to have brought that building down. So it's a complete abuse of science. Again, one of those parallels. There's no real investigation. There's witnesses of explosions all over the place, uh, uh, like this gentleman. There's all of these witnesses of explosions, and, and we go through all of them, and it gets pretty painfully obvious. Uh, there's even evidence of explosions in the, uh, the, the, the actual seismic data, which was picked up 20 miles north of, of, of the World Trade Center. Uh, and near the time of the collapse, so, so, uh, but it's actually 10 seconds later than the collapse. So how can the collapse cause the seismic signal 10 seconds earlier? This is the kind of non-science that we have. And do we have foreknowledge of the event? I mean, if, if this building was set with explosives and incendiaries, particularly in the case of Building 7, Incendiaries work by means of heat instead of knocking things over like explosives. And we have lots of evidence if we have time to get to it. Um, so what you have is these mysterious construction workers walking away from Building 7, hearing an explosion over their shoulder in the afternoon of 9-11 before the building comes down. They look at the, the building. They look straight into the CNN camera and they say, do you hear that? Uh, flame and debris coming down. The building's going to blow up. It's incredible. And then you have uh, the BBC announcing the collapse of the building 20 minutes, even before it ever happens. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, we show lots of evidence. That's why they have to censor, because if people hear the truth, then they, don't, they stop believing the, the BS, because the BS is so obvious. I, I was watching a show where they were, they were debunking 
I, you might have even been on it. It was a documentary that I saw on some channel of them debunking you guys and saying that it's real. And then they, they showed some experiments on the, uh, you know, the heat of the building that it needs to be to come down. And, you know, because the heat has to be too high in order yeah, for this it to is come National down. Geographic. You they know what I'm lake. talking about. Yeah, yeah, and I was listening to their fire, BS. Uh, of, of, of diesel fuel oil, and they put a skinny beam across it and a huge 2,000-pound weight in the middle of it. And sure enough, uh, there was enough heat to cause the steel to bend. It was ludicrous. Yeah, I, we were watching it. My husband and I were like, oh, my God, does anybody actually believe this? So they probably do because they can't think through it. Yeah. And then the authorities tell them it's true, and so they believe it. But it was so crazy. But that's the same stuff we saw with COVID and people believing it. And so now when you see all this, and over the years you were watching this, and now we saw it with COVID and things, what kind of, I mean, how do you keep positive? How do you keep going knowing that people are, we have the, compromise people in Washington. We get it's a big blackmail scheme. How do we get how do we stay positive through all this and keep fighting? Uh it's essential that we do. Uh how have I done it? There's something driving me. Uh I won't stop. I just can't stop. Even when it didn't work out. Um uh, with a E911 Truth, the the firm, the organization that I founded and ran for 17 years, uh, because of the necessity of representing 3,500 architects and engineers, uh, I could not uh, talk effectively about uh, the the current crisis, COVID, and 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 continue to represent those engineers. So now I am doing both on my own with my wife Gail. Uh, an incredible assistant, and we've we've done seventy five podcasts together on these different subjects in and around the nine eleven truth movement uh, for the last year, <clears throat> and we're motivating each other now. So I'm even more motivated than I ever was because you know if we if we don't wake people up, we will lose the freedoms that we have <clears throat> that we have left, and that's not very many. Yeah, and, and I think it depends. We got to get all these nitwits out of office because Mitch McConnell, he's trying to make the Democrats win. I yeah, mean, this a, guy's a, a traitor. Rhino. Yeah, he's not just a Reiner, they're traitors. And so we got to get these guys out of there. I mean, I, and, and the fact that we're even, we feel that we can't do anything, that we've had to sit and watch January 6th, which is a, which is a Soviet style show trial. We just sit and get that crammed down our throats for a year. It's um, just just like Russiagate, uh, which uh, proved to be a complete hoax. Yeah, yeah. We're getting all this stuff crammed down our throats. It's like they want a revolutionary war. They want a nuclear war. We have to be careful and be patient, and, and we got to vote all these people out. But they're censoring us, and it's so hard to make it happen because of the censorship. And even worse, the cheating. They can cheat, and then because they're censoring, they're going to lie and say that this really happened, that people really did support this idiot, and now we're stuck with another idiot in Congress. And so that's the cycle that we got to break. <laughs> president. Well, yeah, we're stuck with a coup president. And we're all trying yeah. to do this legally, but if they're going to cheat and then censor and then cram it down their throat acting like this is what the people want, I mean, at what point... 
are we just, they're holding, they're tying our arms behind our back. We're no longer in a democracy, obviously, or a representative republic because our vote doesn't matter. So at what point do we have to say, do something else? And, and I'm not talking violent revolution, or maybe we just create parallel processes and ignore some of that stuff. We've, you know, I don't know. Well, there was a million people who came out uh, to Washington, D.C., uh, that was the one examples of popular uh, protest. And I'm not referring to the Antifa uh, infiltrated uh, D.C. police uh, uh, instigated uh, insurrection into the Capitol. Um, I'm referring to all of the other very peaceful protesters, uh, there, there, uh, at least a million of them. Uh, and, and that's the kind of action we need about 9-11. We never got it because I think 80% of Americans bought the official story, although polls now say in, in a poll that was released, <clears throat> uh, I mean, uh, performed uh, on the 20th anniversary finds that half half Americans have some doubts about the official narrative and uh, 20, 25% of them think it was an inside operation. So, some numbers similar to that. So, you know, they're, they're, we, the, the pendulum is moving slowly. Um, and I don't know how fast it happens. I don't know what level of support we have inside um, the deep state, if you will, or, or the state apparatus. Uh, I'm hoping there are white hats. I'm, I'm hoping some of what we hear uh, is is true, but even if not, uh, what what are we going to do? Fold over and take the blue pill again? No. Once you no. take the red pill, you're done. Uh, you are awoken, and that's and and you're on fire. I'm on fire, and we're not alone. There there are thousands of independent media speaking up, and they're reaching people at grassroots levels, and so I think that's what's um, what I think that's why. There's fear and panic uh, in the deep state uh, because they, they, they know this, too. And that's I think that's why they're ratcheting up these uh, conflicts uh, inside uh, our country and outside uh, so that so that they can derail. Hopefully, uh, I think, is they're thinking um, <clears throat> the the uh, loss, uh, major loss uh, of in the in the upcoming election. Well, you know, um, and they had a group of Democrats came forward and they provided that letter saying that, okay, we need to nego negotiate with Ukraine and with Russia because this is ridiculous because of the nuclear war comments and things. They're getting a lot of pushback by their, you know, constituents. And within 24 hours, they pulled the letter back and people pulled their name. So they really have a tight control and blackmail over these people. And it doesn't seem like there's that much courage on their side. You know, they just don't basically they said if you don't if you do this, then you'll whoop we'll cheat and may have somebody else win or something. I don't know. Yeah, I wonder who that'll be because they don't have anybody they put up that uh I think they're losing and they're having harder and harder time finding people who will actually go along with their crap. And I'm sure I you'll agree with why... me. Go ahead. Uh, uh, that uh, we're, we're, uh, I I'm, I am actually not partisan. 
I, I, I have, I mean, it's the Bush administration, a Republican administration with Cheney that That's gave right. us 9-11. Uh, so, you know, it seems whatever party is in power is operated by the deep state. So I'm, I'm not uh, 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 a flag-waving Reagan Republican <laughs> like I was. I'm a truth teller, and That's right. I'll support people who tell the truth. And and right now there are few and far between. But uh, I find, as long as we're talking politics, uh, Tulsi Gabbard finally um, pulled the plug uh, on the deep state and is telling all kinds of truths. Uh, which I'm very, very proud of her for. And I'm waiting for her to tell the 9-11 truth. It is a third rail. It, it, I understand that not even Trump, who called 9-11 essentially an inside job by naming explosives, um, he he didn't do anything for 9-11 truth either while he was president. <clears throat> so I'm holding everybody's feet to the fire because it is the domino that gets knocked over uh, and it knocks all the other ones over uh, as far as those of us in the 9-11 truth movement uh, are are um, are banking on and believe and have faith that this this is the big one. Because if they can see the presentation that I've given 700 times around the country uh, now, actually 700, um, we um, uh, we, we th they can see that they were betrayed. Just show them the information we just showed in 10 minutes on Building 7, and it becomes obvious we were lied to on a massive scale. <clears throat> when we present the evidence for the explosive demolition of the Twin Towers, uh, which we can do also here in 10 minutes if we have time, um, I, I, I pe people are just blown away by this. And then they go, oh my God, were we lied to about COVID? Did I get sucked into that one, even though I was aware of the truth about 9-11? Uh, and vice versa. People well, who are yeah. becoming aware of, of COVID but didn't know about 9-11 need to know because it's extremely empowering. Yeah. Well, and I think most of my listeners have been following all that stuff. And if not, why don't you... Um because it's getting a little long now. Why don't, I could talk to you all day. Why don't um, you tell us where people can find you, where they can listen to you, where they can watch the, a presentation that you've given on that, and um, you know they can dig into it if they want to learn more. Yeah, very important. Um, the, the presentations, the interviews, the street activism that we've done over 17 years uh, is all on my website, Richard Gage. 911.org. Uh, and uh, what's also there is the film that we're making. You see, we've submitted a, a 60 exhibits of our technical evidence and eyewitness testimony through the Lawyers Committee for 9-11 Inquiry. They've packaged it, submitted it to the U.S. Attorney in Manhattan for a special grand jury investigation. Subsequently, we've sued the U.S. attorney, and we're going to be pursuing that to the end. Uh, and, and, and the end is coming. <laughs> uh, an You're announcement getting close. About that. That's what? great. You're getting close, too. Yeah, we're, we're, we're getting very close. And this film packages those 60 exhibits and brings them to, uh, to, to, to bear in these lawsuits. Uh, and 
and we'll be speaking directly to the grand jury, uh, presenting all this evidence in detail with uh, dozens of, of very special um, expert witnesses uh, bringing to bear. And Mick Harrison, uh, the litigation director of the Lawyers Committee, will be presenting to the grand jury what their options are. What is a crime? What is this particular crime? What does this particular evidence mean? What can you do with it? Who can you su subpoena? Uh, so that you can get, um, so you can investigate it, since the government hasn't. Uh, the, the grand jury is the fourth branch of government, according to the U.S. Uh, Supreme Court uh, decision. We have to realize that the government's not going to do it. We have to do it. We've noticed with 9-11, we've noticed with, noticed with COVID, we're noticing with so many things. That's why we're suing Google because we can't trust the government's going to go all the way. Something's going to happen and they're going to sweep it under the rug. I mean, we've seen too much of that over the years. So in order to do this, we have to do it. And we got to get these people out and we got to just keep moving. And then we got to watch their actions. And if they don't do it, you vote them out. Yep. Absolutely. And we don't accept anything except people who do what they say they're going to do. And you're right. It's not partisan. It just isn't. And they want it to be, but it's not. Yeah, they're creating a, a false dichotomy and then they control both sides. But they're two wings of the same bird. And it's that's the right. bird we're going after, the bird of the deep state. And that's why this film, uh, which we're shooting in Washington, D.C., in, uh, uh, in in about three weeks um, is is going to be the comprehensive body of evidence that um, will uh, I hope uh, be spread far and wide and and will knock this domino over for millions of people. Well, I hope so. And so, where can people support you again and get more of this information? It, yeah, it's Richard Gage nine eleven dot org. Okay, thank you so much. We're going to have to have you back once your thing comes, once your uh, movie comes out. Yeah, definitely. And I'll be happy to come back. We'll Thanks, help you Sarah. promote that. Yeah. Thank you so much, Richard. And thank you so much for dedicating your life now to our country, because that's what you're doing. And so I really appreciate that. And I'm, I'm sure our audience does as well. Great. I, I hope so. And likewise, thank you for being out there. And I'm crossing my fingers that your lawsuit with... Google goes very well, and we knock that domino over, too. That's a domino we need to knock over. we got to break open the censorship because otherwise, I mean, if we can break over the censorship, then your 9-11 information is more likely to get out there. You know what I mean? It's like so much more will get out there. It's a foundational element that we need. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you. So thank you so much, and you have a beautiful rest of your week. Will do. You too. Bye, everybody.